Hi guys, welcome back to my art and self-improvement podcast. I'm Katie and I'm a life coach and artist. I'm a life coach for artists. I help artists stop procrastinating on their art so they can get paid doing what they love. I struggled with anxiety, depression, self-loathing, so much self-sabotaging behaviors and this is my weekly update of how I'm improving my mindset and my life one podcast at a time. Okay, today we are going to be talking about self-sabotage because that is exactly what I've been doing in the last week since my breakthrough or since the last episode. So it's been like two weeks now, I think, since the festival. Um, If you listen to my last um, podcast episode, the quick recap is I had probably my biggest breakthrough ever um, at this festival that I went to recently. Um, pretty much it had something to do with like accepting my insecurities more and actually making a lot more uh, like a really big step progress towards helping myself with my social anxiety. So great, right? Super awesome. But then it is it was kind of a double-edged sword where I ended up causing a lot of like self-sabotage. After that, um, I kind of felt like I went through a little bit of like a hangover from the breakthrough. So if you've, there's this really great book called um, The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. And it's really just about like, um, it's, he calls it the upper limit problem where it's like, our brain is just so, you know, used to being a certain kind of person and we kind of have like a ceiling. So like if we only believe that we're somebody that can make like $2,000 a month, like that is like our ceiling, like our money ceiling, for example, or how much love that we think that we deserve and all that kind of stuff. So, and he says that like oftentimes when we have a breakthrough or when we like, um, break the ceiling, a lot of the times our brain wants to like pull us back down. It like wants us to stay where it's familiar and it will sometimes like cause us to self-sabotage because it wants to go back to what we know, which is whatever we were before. And that is kind of, I think, what happened to me this week. So what really I think happened is that I gained confidence in one area of my life, which is that like I think my insecurities are funny or cute or interesting now instead of something's wrong with me or it's embarrassing. And so that created like some confidence, and but then it created like um, me kind of fiending in another area. And, and really it's, um, you know, I'm sharing everything. I, I like really put my heart out on the table on this podcast, but really it's like, you know, getting validation from dating, get, getting validation from men. So I want you to think about it. Like pretty much what happened is like, imagine a drug addict or somebody before they're an addict, like, you know, they didn't have money or they just didn't have a dealer. And so they had no problem, like when it comes to the addiction with this, with, with whatever drug, but then like somehow they found a dealer or they came into some money and now they can like, you know, spend all the money or whatever. And they have a dealer now to like get the drug that they want. Right. So that's kind of what happened is that I gained some confidence in one area. And, and so then I was like, Ooh, okay. Gain some confidence. Now I just like want to get out of here. I want to go and meet people and meet as many, um, you know, talk to as many people as possible, men as possible, just so that I can like gain confidence. But really it's also because I wanted like the validation. 
So that is kind of what happened. So it was kind of like my social anxiety was like, like keeping me from that. Right. And then now that I made progress on one area, it's like, oof, my brain just was like, okay, okay, let's, let's like, let's get the drug. Let's like get all the validation that we can from dating. So yeah, I became totally in a rush. Like if you were, if you listened to the end of the podcast, um, last episode, I was talking about like, um, I, you know, I was like, I can't stay in a room. Like I have to travel. I have to get out there. Um, I just can't yada yada. So yeah. So there's two kinds of self-sabotage. There's self-sabotage from like no action and from like not believing in yourself and not thinking that you can do something. So you like under, under act. And then there's self-sabotage from like headless chicken running around action, right? So I'm going to be talking about the headless chicken action, which is what I tend to do. Um, that's where I struggle with a lot. So because I was in total rush and like wanting, you know, thinking that like, I need to get out of here. I want to be with, I want to meet people, all this kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I really kind of caused a lot of issues for myself in the last week. So these are some things that happened. So, Okay, well, first of all, I like went down TikTok rabbit holes. I like really got into TikTok. Holy shit, like my goodness. Um, but that's because, yeah, because I was in such a rush to get out of like where I was now, right? Like I ended up really escaping my reality with that app and I ended up like like not going to bed on time and just like not following my schedule. And yeah, and also from being in a rush, I was totally like not interested at all in following my schedule. I had this belief that like, oh, breakthroughs don't happen indoors. Breakthroughs don't happen. Like I have to get out there. Um, there's no point in following my schedule or something like that. Right. Like it's just not interesting to me. And so that was interesting for me to see that, like I, how quickly I dropped my goal of wanting to follow my calendar in 2020, how that was just like not interesting to me at all anymore, which is really interesting and fascinating for me to look at because I have never had a bad time following my calendar, right? It was just like, like there was, there's no reason not to use it. And then I started picking up more freelance jobs that I can really manage plus not using my calendar. So I had really no idea how much time I had. I was just in a rush to like, pick up freelance jobs so I can get money and then that, that way I can like go travel or go go wherever, move to Bali again or something like that, right? And then finally, another symptom was that like I wanted to change things in my business. I had like these ideas of like changing my messaging or changing, um, um, you know, creating a new Instagram to separate things. And really it was like, it was so interesting to see how my brain was telling me that these were all great ideas. Like I really, at one point really believed, believed the thoughts, right? That like, oh, these are all good things to do, right? Pick up freelance job, change your goal because like, this is just not the right goal. And then, um, change a bunch of things in your business. So it was interesting. Like last, the last couple of weeks I was feeling really great because it felt like I was like, making progress and all that stuff, but at the same time, also really horrible because I was feeling so, 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 so much impatience, like just so much impatience to change everything right now, to be somewhere else, to like, like be in another part of my life, right? Like, so thank goodness though, that I 
one of my coaches or like a coach that I bought her program and I follow her and I, and I, I'm subscribed to her email list. Thank goodness that I follow her and her words kind of like rung in my ear. Um, I saw my desire to change things in my business and I remembered her words in like an email that she wrote about saying like, don't change anything. One of the key one of the key signs of like self-sabotage is when your brain suddenly wants to change a bunch of things. Um, it's not always a bad thing, not always, but a lot of times it is, or not a bad thing, but like you just got to be really clear on why you want to change. And so anyway, she said that like, a lot of the times what we do, because we're in such a rush for the result, we're in such a rush for like change and all that kind of stuff, we end up changing everything and we change up, we end up changing things that are working. Um, we end up like just keep restarting and scratching, you know, starting from scratch and like just changing things without really like properly understanding what we're changing. So I heard her voice ringing in my ear and also I could just tell that like, Something just wasn't quite right. Yes, I was feeling great. Yes, it seemed like I was having all these great ideas, but yet I was feeling not so good, right? Like I was feeling really impatient. I was feeling really in a rush. And um, so I knew overall that like something just wasn't quite right. Even though my brain wanted to tell me like, oh, you had such a big breakthrough. Like um, you're totally, you're, you're like, like, this is all good. Every it's just good right now. So I'm still super glad, obviously, right. That that breakthrough happened, like not regretting that whatsoever. I would not trade that for literally even a million dollars. I would not. Um, but I just knew that something wasn't right. So, and I, another reason why I knew it wasn't right is because I was creating negative results, right? Like if I was actually, uh, if everything was going great, then I would have different results. But I was actually creating not some good results, right? I wasn't sleeping properly. I wasn't trusting myself with my calendar. I was just creating a lot of instability. Like I was picking up these freelance jobs and just feeling really like nervous. Like, am I going to have enough time? But I said yes to them anyway. Like I was really disorganized. It was just like, it was this, the, I just noticed and I remember that it was the same way that I felt when I first hired my very first coach. And the reason I hired her was because I was like overloading my schedule and I like took on too many jobs and I just didn't know what I was, you know, signing up for. I just was like hungry to like, and like in a rush to change some things that I just took stuff on. And I felt and I'm feeling the same way, right? Or like that's that same kind of feeling. So like just thank goodness <laughs> that I know, like thank goodness that I know all of my thoughts create my results. I knew where to look. I knew what the problem was, right? Like the problem wasn't me staying here at my dad's house right now. The problem isn't money. The problem isn't time. I knew that the problem was somewhere in my mind. So that is when like, I saw the pattern. Like I said, I was in a rush. And it was totally because I was believing that life was going to be better somewhere else. Partly, right? Partly I was believing that like um, 
you know, when I meet a boyfriend, when I get a boyfriend, when I, when I start, you know, being around other people, when I start like, um, making improve more improvements in my social anxiety, life is going to be better over there. Um, and that is what I like, that is what would give me stability is my thought, right? Like, and I think I had this image for a while. Yeah. I've had this image for a while that like, once I have a relationship, once I have a boyfriend, that's when I can breathe. It's almost like that's when I can stop trying so hard, which is so interesting. I'm so glad I saw it and I'm so glad I caught it. But like I know I realized that that was what was happening is that I was thinking that stability was going to happen um, when I get a boyfriend, like then I can just breathe. I don't have to care so much. So I was, and I was creating so much instability right now by believing that, right. By picking up all these things that I wasn't fully prepared for. Um, and yeah, I was so quick to drop the goal of following my calendar. And I was so quick to just not give a crap about my calendar, right? And the whole point of this calendar goal is about trusting myself. So really, it was like my brain was so quick to sacrifice my relationship with myself and my time and my trust with myself so that I can get a boyfriend, so that I can get some man man's attention. And I was so, like, so many times my brain wanted to tell me, like, hey, just go. Like, we we can figure it out, you know? Like, we can just go and we can figure it out. We'll figure out the money. We'll figure out, like, time. We'll, we'll pick up jobs, whatever, right? Like, that's what my brain was, like, trying to egg me on to do. And it's what I've done, like, almost all of my life. Um, I... I don't have the, pro I don't as much have the problem of like, I mean, I, I did have lack of action. I had like procrastination, but I also had the problem of like just impulse kind of decisions without really like proper, like, like there's two different sides. Some people struggle with like, um, and I did too, like it depends. Like you really can't, you like, I think most people have both of these. It's possible that some people have more of the other, but like sometimes people self-sabotage by trying to be too perfection, like too perfectionistic. Is that a word where you're, you don't take any action until all of your ducks are in a row and it's like, and it's like everything's perfect. And then you, and then that's when you'll take action. And then other people like me, a lot of the times what I've noticed is I will take action before like, I even like really set myself up. It's like, I just like, kind of like let my future self kind of like deal with the mistakes of like my decisions today kind of thing, you know? And I've done that so much. Like that's what I did by quitting my job and traveling. And not that I regret anything in the past at all, like that all had to happen exactly the way it did, right? That all had to happen. I'm so glad I did everything that I did. Um, but yeah, I want to grow, right? Like I want to become a different person. And my brain, like, again, told me that these were all good ideas. And it was telling me that like, oh, you know, drop this calendar goal so that you can then go travel and go to, um, go to Bali or whatever so that you can improve your relationship with yourself, like go get rejected and stuff, right? That's what it's telling me. It's telling me like, go improve your relationship with yourself in this other way. You're not going to really do it with calendars. Like, please. <laughs> it's so fascinating, but really my brain was telling me a half truth. Like it was really what it was telling me was like, 
without me really understanding at first, but what it was saying was like, hey, go improve your relationship, like get, get good at rejection and being around other people so that you can get a boyfriend and so that you can get validation and like yourself, right? Like it really didn't see it as like an exercise of relation, like improving my relationship with self. It was really actually more focused on the result of like, getting a boyfriend, of having a relationship, um, of, of that kind of life. Right. So yeah, it was really not coming from a clean, uh, a clean place, like setting that goal. And so now I can really see it. And like, luckily again, I just knew like before I made any decisions, like before I was just like, yeah, let's pack up and leave and like screw everything. Like, um, I, I just knew that it would really, really, really suck to go travel or move out into my own place and all that stuff if I was worried about money all the time or if I was working nonstop or if I was being super disorganized that I couldn't even go out and like enjoy my time there. Because that's how I felt when I first moved to Bali like a year ago um, when I used to live there. And I, and I left because I had to, you know, I had heartbroke another heartbreak from a previous relationship and I just needed to like I just needed to go to Bali because I needed to be around people I really needed help moving on and I'm so glad I did that I met amazing people but then eventually I had to come back um I had to come back to my dad's house and so like I don't want to go back to Bali or I don't want to go traveling like this the same per being the same person again you know like I don't want to just like recreate the same thing over and over. No, I want to like become a different person every single time. I want to go back feeling like I've made progress and I've grown. So now I am very, very wary and just like so much more vigilant, vigilant whenever my brain wants to change goals or being just extra like, you know, like with like a magnifying glass anytime, like magnifying glass in my brain, anytime I am in a rush for anything. And I knew this before. I I know, I know this and I even teach this, right? This is what I teach the clients. But like this, I like really saw it again here. I really saw again how I was creating my own instability, how I was creating like with the thoughts that I was thinking and being in a rush and thinking that some place is better. Um, I was really making it really shitty for myself today. And then so I wasn't posting, I was overworking, I was not getting proper sleep, all that kind of stuff. Right. So I decided that I am not going to move out. I am not going to travel. I am not going to do anything until I create the stability for myself that I thought a relationship is going to bring. Or like, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it, right? Like, so I am going to unabandon my first goal of following my calendar. Um, I think that's really important. It really matters to me that I am really good with my calendar and really good with my time because that really is another, it's just, it's just another reflection of my relationship with myself. And before the festival, 
I was so good with my calendar, the way I like, the way I, um, uh, like planned it and then following it, I was, I followed it so good and it felt amazing. Like seriously, it felt so damn good. And I had free time. I had like, I had everything, like I didn't feel overworked. I felt like so taken care of. Um, that just felt so awesome. But again, I'm so glad I went to the festival for obvious reasons. That breakthrough is just like, I will not trade it for anything. And, and also the festival, like really like coming back from it, right. It really showed where I still had work to do. Right. Cause I saw, I saw how quickly and how, how easily my brain got distracted from the goal. It was like shiny object syndrome, right? It just got really distracted and it wanted to like, and it gave me all these great ideas, all these great thoughts as to why I should drop the goal, as to why I should just pick up everything and leave. Um, so yeah, I am like, I'm going to have two goals pretty much. Cause like the whole social anxiety thing and wanting to like, you know, um, get better at rejection. Like that is still a goal of mine. I still really want to work on that, but now it's for a different reason. Um, as it, like if I, if I, um, work on my calendar, it's really because of a relationship with myself thing. And then same with money. Like I just want to become like such a freaking boss when it comes to tracking my money and budgeting my money. Like I just want to know, really, I just want to have a plan with ever, like, I want to be that good with my time and money. I just want to know where it's going to go, right? The same way that I know where my time is going to go, where I'm going to put things, where I'm going to, um, what I'm deciding ahead of time, what I'm going to spend my time on. I want to do that same thing with my money. I want to know like what's coming in and what's leaving and, and like, just be on top of it and just feel super stable in that way. Um, I just decided that like, you know, dating is just never, ever going to be at the expense of my relationship with myself again. And so I'm really glad. Again, I, I feel like I had a second breakthrough <laughs> right after that first one, which is really awesome. Um, and so now I'm just going to expect, I'm going to expect in the future that like things are going to want to distract me from my goals, right? Things are going to want to make me change things for like, and, and usually I have a feeling that like, um, it's coming from a place of being in a rush or it's coming from a place where it's not like a clean reason. Um, and if it is like, I just want to be extremely, extremely like, like really with a magnifying glass. Like why? If I, if I'm going to change something, um, I better have a freaking good reason. It better be a reason that is like, mm, it feels really good. Just like now, like now it feels really, really good to take my time. Like it feels really good to work on the calendar goal first before I like try to, you know, force myself and rush myself towards something else. So, you know, if I really believe that like I wasn't, I'm improving my relationship with myself, with my calendar as well. Like there's no rush then the rejection goal too, it's not about getting a boyfriend. It's just about improving my relationship with myself there too, right? The point isn't about getting a boyfriend or the validation. It's all just about my relationship with myself. And so there's no rush because I'm doing that with my calendar anyway. And this is what I realized, like what stability really is. I, 
I brought myself back to this place of calm and purpose and also purposely choosing to appreciate exactly where I am now, right? That I have a roof over my head. I have like a loving family. I have people. I have amazing friends. I love my job. I love what I do. I love my art more than I ever have in my life. So it's like, for, you know, I, I grew up in a very emotionally unstable household growing up. And so I, I would always have this feeling of like, I mean, that's the whole point why I wanted to work on social anxiety and just all these like self-improvement stuff, right? Is like, I just want that feeling of stability. And for a while I've been like fantasizing about the idea of having my own place, like really setting roots just because I'm like dying to feel stable. But this is stability, right? It's like, it's like coming back to your, coming back from a place of like just being in a rush and like, like thinking somewhere is better, thinking somewhere else is better. Um, and like, it's, it's almost like a discipline. Um, and that just feels so good. So I know a lot of you artists are in a rush to getting to this, some, this like level of success that you're thinking about whether it's getting a job, whether it's finding your style, whether it's like making money from your work, whether it's like a, a follower count that you're that you're looking that you're like shooting for. Like seriously, take a look at how you act when you're in a rush towards that. For me in the past, I would change styles every week. I would not be able to stick to like a um a like a challenge. I would not be able to stick to a study guide that I created for myself. I wouldn't be able to get through a book. Like I was just so impatient to get to somewhere that I couldn't be an expert at the thing that I was doing, you know? So like try to apply this same thing, like what I just talked about, like try to apply the same thing to when it comes to your art. So like I said, if, if the reason is about improving your relationship with yourself, then it's not, it's not about making great art. It's not about making art that looks freaking amazing and like gets a million likes. It's about doing a hundred heads, right? And doing a hundred heads because you said that you would. And that is what creates, you know, the stability of like constant practice. And then that's how you actually get better. Not from like this like shiny object syndrome of like running for this thing. Oh, wait, there's this challenge. Oh, wait, but then there's this thing. Maybe this will get me a job tomorrow. Maybe this will get me likes tomorrow. Like, no, it's the, it's, it really is like the long game. Anyway, so I hope that was helpful. I hope that was um, enlightening as I continue to share my adventures in my mind. Um, anyway. If that was helpful, if you feel like this is like work that you could be doing as well, um, please like you can contact me for a free consult. Um, I just feel so thankful that I had the tools to like catch my pattern because or else I really would have just like recreated something that I did in the past, you know, and I don't want to do that. Like I was able to catch my pattern before I acted on it. And so that is a gift that I think I would really recommend that you give to yourself if you're noticing you're recreating a lot of the past. So um, my, you know, my, my email or my, I think my calendar is somewhere on this, um, the description and stuff like that. Um, okay. I will talk to you next week. Bye.